Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again on another episode of Get Into It with Gila. And this week, I interviewed somebody named Faggy Pollock. And I won't, e- I'm sorry, I take away the word interviewed. Now, Faggy has been on the podcast before, but Faggy has a very unique specialty and a very unique way about her. I, I love her, and I'm sure every- anyone who's listening to her will love her and love what she has to say and love her gentle approach. So Faggy has a course called Unblock Your Way to Oneness, and her specialty is marital intimacy. Um, but she's also an EFT practitioner. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, also known as tapping. And I've been using tapping on myself now for about four years. And I will teach like a very brief overview of it to my clients as a coping skill. Obviously, I am not a, an EFT practitioner, but there, this is a skill that you can learn to do on yourself. It's a very accessible tool because you could use it at any time. You don't need anything except for your fingers to tap. So um, I, you know, I see that, that this is a very effective tool and I use it on myself and I use it with my clients, but it's it's not something that I could just sort of like talk about. You sort of have to see it in action. So I did this with um, Berkeley Moskowitz a few, a few episodes ago where we did something called psychodrama and you got to actually watch that session. I mean, it wasn't a real session, obviously. I wasn't the the real client, but even though I was pretending and embodying somebody else, I still was able to tap into emotions and really move through them. So um, um, Figi lives in Israel and I live here in Woodmere. So it was a little bit hard to coordinate our schedules. And we decided anyways, that this would be a short shorter episode so that we didn't lose you like you would really be able to follow but it was so good it was so powerful like honestly I didn't want it to end but I had to go pick up my son and like whatever things happened but I I want you to I want you to listen on the podcast but I really want you to watch the YouTube video or watch it on IGTV because it is a skill that you could literally go back and use and use and use whenever you want um, for the clients who listen to this, you might know the tapping that I teach a little differently because I don't follow her exact structure, but it doesn't have to be, there, there's no rules really. Like you just have to know the tapping points and you have to just know how to speak really. So um, so yeah, in the beginning I teach it in a more structured way because there is some structure to it, but as you learn it and get more comfortable, it becomes very, very easy to use. I've used it on myself, on my clients, as I said before, and it's super effective. And as the reason why it's so important and powerful is because food could help us cope with emotions so many in so many ways and that's okay sometimes but if you're not actually processing the emotion it's really hard to move forward in life so so obviously no shame no guilt sometimes food is it's it's okay to use food to cope with your emotions sometimes and this is just another tool in your toolkit to use and to help you move forward. And it's also, if, if you like this and this resonates, just know that there's a wealth of knowledge out there when it comes to therapeutic modalities that you could do on yourself. Obviously, do not. this should not be meant to replace therapy. This should not be meant as therapy. This is just meant for you to see what tapping is like in action. And as I said on the podcast, you could reach out to Figi if you want to book a session with her. She's amazing. And um, there are some YouTube videos you could watch to learn more about the actual tapping, um, please subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube video, share it and like it and make comments, um, send it to people that you feel like could benefit because the only way that we could spread this podcast is if other people subscribe and send and save it. And 
and send it and share it. And I think that this is really valuable information. And if you are looking to work with me one-on-one or hopefully soon there will be some online courses, reach out to me at www.gilaglassberg.com and there you could book a 20-minute free consultation. We could get to know each other and see how we could work together. And without further ado, here's the episode. Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. I know you're going to love the content here because you will gain inspiration, powerful tools and insights, and valuable knowledge. If you want more of this, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or visit me on Instagram at gilaglassberg. I'm Gila Glassberg, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. I have come to realize by counseling many, many women that this work is much deeper and greater than food and body image. It's the bigger picture challenges we face of love, belonging, acceptance, what our true values and goals are, noticing them, addressing them, and gaining skills to move forward. If you have been struggling with what your life's purpose is, or you just feel stuck in general and don't know what's holding you back, this podcast will enlighten and inspire you to take action and move forward. This podcast is about other women in the 21st century who feel that losing weight will fix all their problems or somehow meet their unmet needs. Okay. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Get Into It with Gila. Um, I'm Gila Glassberg, and today I have Fagy Pollock. Hi, Fagy. Hello, hello. (laughs) Okay, so I just want to explain to the listeners really quickly how this is not uh, my typical podcast and that we are privileged to have Fagy on for a second time. And the reason why I brought Fagy here is because I talk a lot about um, emotional eating and using food to cope with emotions. And um, what happens is, is that you cannot take away that behavior without replacing it with something else, right? So somebody might be, somebody might be like, that might be saving them in some level. It's like the only thing that they learned as a child, as an adult, and that literally that might be saving them. So I can't, I can't just take that away. So what I do in my practice often is I teach people other ways to cope, right? One way is called EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, and Fagy is an EFT practitioner, right? Okay, so you could you explain to us a little bit about what EFT is, just like very briefly? So we're going to give a very brief explanation. You know, of course, everyone listening to this episode could read up about it. Um, there's no magic wand that works for everyone. I do find that many people connect with this they're only you know, willing to keep an open mind and give it a try, but obviously it's not gonna work for everyone, but it's definitely a very, very good tool to know because it's very simple to use. What I love about EFT is that it helps us go deep, but in a very, very safe environment. It's not like hypnotherapy where you're not so much maybe in control of what's going on. It's not like some other therapies that are out there that are very intense. It's gentle, it's beautiful. You're very, very in tune and in touch with the process. And the results can often be astounding, okay? Basically, what we're doing is we are calming the nervous system to allow us access to deeper parts of our consciousness. There's the tip of the iceberg, which is the consciousness we're aware of, the things we know. And then most of what's going on inside us is going down. You're going on deep down in parts of ourselves that we don't usually have access to and don't necessarily know to connect the dots. Like someone might love eating pasta and they just can't stop eating pasta. And no matter how much they try, they can't stop eating pasta. And then we might discover in a round that pasta was what their grandmother made for them every time they came over. So it becomes right. a comfort food. 
right? That's like a common one. Right. So what EFT helps us do by calming down the nervous system, which calms down the brain waves. It allows us deeper parts of ourselves to emerge to we have access to that information. And once we have access to that information, we can make new healthy connections and clear the old and create new and learn new perspectives. We can't change what was, but we can always change the lesson we learned that day and we can change the connection in our brain. And that's what the EFT does. Okay, that's just a little bit of like a scientific explanation of how it works. The very calming experience, we'll see in a minute, we use tapping always at the same point, the top of the head, both sides of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, chin, collarbone. Some also do under the arm, I skipped that one, and the side of the hand. Different, different practitioners use this a little bit differently mm -hmm. and you can't get it wrong. Like you don't have to like do exactly mm -hmm. that point. Mm -hmm. like, around you know get the idea of it yeah. and once we start working together gila so then people will, will see they'll learn the points for themselves and it's yeah this is going to be okay, yeah so. this is experiential um uh, can i just ask you a question in case people okay. want to know there are there's ways to read up on it do you have any books you recommend so i don't personally like off the bat have like a book that i can think of but i feel like if anyone would just like google you know emotional freedom techniques don't just eft alone wouldn't be enough because there's another therapy called yeah. EFT right. would give you that one, which is also it's an amazing therapy, yeah. but emotional freedom technique or tapping. And there's there's a lot, there's a lot that's available online. I mean, there's a the original yeah. um, um, Gary Craig, who, who's the you know the father of EFT. There's a guy named Nick Ortner and his sister. They do a lot of EFT stuff that they put out online. Braddy Yates is another big EFT name. So you just you Google it, and I think I think and they, they could on. they could work with you if they want to. You have availability. Yeah, sure. People can reach out and work with me. Although I will say that I specialize, I use EFT as a tool, but I specialize in intimacy. So I think um, if, you, if you want to choose something that's also food related, but also somehow can tie into intimacy, then that's, I feel that's where my co-op lies. Yeah, perfect. And just, Do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so now I'm just going to say this to the listeners. I am not Gila right now. I am actually going to tap into the collective clients that I work with, people that I read my stuff. And I'm also, I, I did this with somebody else when we did um, psychodrama, but I, I, I'm using the name Adina because that is the fake character I made up for my Wellsprings article. I'm not, I'm not referencing the client, a specific client, I'm, not referencing, I'm just, okay. So Faggy and I were discussing before this, I'm going to, what I'm feeling right now is that I hate my body. I, I hate being I just want to say one thing. I just want to say yeah. that I kind of said all of us are going to find some of Adina in us. No matter yes. how much work we've done, we're going to all relate them so Yes. And that's the, really the point is not to be, this to be open to hearing how this could help you, even if you're, you know, been doing it for 10 years or if you've never done it, you could, there's right. always something that you could gain from it. Okay. So, okay. so I'm just, could I tell you what I'm feeling as Adina? Yeah. Okay. So I'm feeling really disgusted by my body. I hate my body. Um, it's disgusting. I can't even look at myself in a mirror. I, I hate. I hate being intimate with my husband. I feel disgusting. I don't really feel like this. This is Adina. <laughs> I just feel like I have to say that. And um, and and I'm scared of food. I don't. I don't want to eat, but I can't stop eating. Mm -hmm. Okay. What would you like to accomplish in our session now together, Adina? Um, I want to. I want to at least be able to look in the mirror and not feel disgust. Okay, what would you like to feel instead? 
I would love to feel like I look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I feel like so I need from to... disgust to beautiful is is expecting a lot. Sometimes right. things just do happen. Right. Can we choose something a little bit more neutral? That's the goal. I would love to accept my body. What I would love mean? to appreciate it for what it's done. You know, appreciate that it's for for my children. Yeah. Okay, that's a beautiful one. Okay, so let's let's start with that. Okay. So how many children are you blessed with, Adina? Um, Adina is blessed with six children. Yes, me, Adina. Had a lot of pregnancies. She's been through yes. a lot. Her body's been not only needing to nurture itself but nurture others, right? Well, so your body could do amazing things. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's start with that. Okay. So when you close your eyes. And just imagine yourself looking in the mirror. If you don't mind, I'm going to ask you, Adina, a little bit of a personal question. Are you envisioning yourself standing in front of the mirror closed? Or are you imagining yourself just just your natural body the way it is? Um, I'm wearing some clothes. Okay, fine. And when you look in the mirror, just notice what happens in your body. Just notice what happens in your body. When you see yourself standing in front of that mirror, what comes up? Um, I feel shame. Mm-hmm. And I feel fit like failure, like I failed. Which part of your body makes you feel like that the most? My stomach. Okay. And my, and my chin. Okay. If we choose one of them to work on, which do you prefer? To my work? stomach, my stomach. You're looking at the mirror and you see your stomach. And when mm-hmm. you see your stomach, you feel shame. Mm-hmm. Because it represents, what does it represent? Um, yeah, like failure, like weakness, failure. So let's start with that. From zero to 10, how much shame are you feeling right now? as you stand in front of that mirror looking at yourself? Um, a lot, like an eight. Okay, so let's start like this. So just follow me, tap at the side of your hands and call the karate chop, even though I'm feeling all the shame. Even though I'm feeling all the shame. As I stand in front of the mirror looking at myself. As I'm standing in front of the mirror looking at myself. I truly and deeply love and accept myself. I truly and deeply love and accept myself. Dean, is there any resistance to saying that? I truly and deeply love and accept myself. Um, it feels good, but I, there's definitely some level of resistance. So let's stop there for a minute, and I just want to clarify. When we say I deeply and truly or whatever, we validate and we say I love and accept myself, we're referring to the like the chalak alokami mom, the selling alokim that's stripped of all the layers that we like accumulated in life. That's what I want you to hone in on, okay? So when I say I love myself, I don't maybe I don't love my stomach. Maybe I don't love my shame. Maybe I don't love whatever I'm struggling with, but deep, deep down inside, there's an essence of me. And that's what I'm asking you to access right now. Okay. Does that make it easier? There's less resistance? Yes. Okay, good. So let's do one more time. So even though? Even though? Feeling all the shame. I'm feeling all the shame. When I see my stomach. When I see myself in the mirror. All the shame. All the shame. 
I truly and deeply love and accept myself. I truly and deeply love and accept myself. Okay, we're just going to delve right into a round. Usually we do it three times, but let's just start the round. Top of the head. All this shame. All this shame. Eyebrow. All this shame. All this shame. Side of the eye. All this shame. All this shame. Underneath the eye, when I see my stomach. When I see my stomach. Underneath the nose and everything it represents about Everything me. it represents about me. And all that weakness. And all that weakness. Collarbone. All that shame. All that shame. Side of the hand. So much shame. So much shame. Take a deep breath. And just again, imagine yourself looking in the mirror. And does the shame still feel like an ache? Does it still feel what? Like an ache. Because it was an ache. No, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't. What does it feel like now? Um, it feels much less like a four. Okay. So what's still holding on to it? What's still keeping it in place? Um, I think just, just the, the belief system I have about what a woman should look like, not how, not how I actually feel, but what, what I'm told I should feel. Hmm. What are you told that you should feel? Um, if he, women should strive for thinness at all costs, mm -hmm. and that's like the end all and be all. Mm -hmm. and what does it feel that that's, that that's been shoved in your face what does that make you feel that this is the belief system that you were almost forced to believe um it makes me feel really angry because because i don't really believe that like deep down i know i don't really believe that so it makes me feel angry that that i've subscribed subscribed is that the right word mm -hmm. subscribe to a belief system that doesn't feel good or right or doesn't pan out the way that we're promised right okay and who would you say more than anyone you're angry at? Where did you first pick up that belief? Who am I angry at? First person who pops into your mind. Oh, myself. Okay. That self learned it somewhere. Okay. So um, where did I learn it from? Um, probably my friends in high school. Okay. Is there a specific friend who sticks out? Um, yes. Okay. You don't have to tell, you don't have to share her name. You know, you can just keep it to yourself, but just let's focus on the friend. Okay. And from zero to 10, how angry do you feel with the, at her? Um, a five. Okay. So even though I'm so angry. Even though I'm so angry. At that friend. That friend. Because she really influenced me. Because she really influenced me. And because of her. Because of her. Something in me chose to believe. Something in me chose to believe. For a very long time. For a very long time. That women should strive for thinness at all costs. That women should strive for thinness at all costs. And that belief doesn't serve me well. And that belief does not serve me. And I don't even really believe it. And I don't even really believe it. But part of me does believe it. But a part of me does believe it. And I accept all my feelings and emotions about this anyway. 
And I accept all my feelings and emotion about this. All this anger. I know all this anger. All this anger. I'm angry at her. Under the eye. She made me believe this. She made me believe this. Under the nose. She made me believe that I should be thin no matter what. She made me believe that I should be thin no matter what. She made me believe this. She made me believe this. Collarbone. She made me believe this. She made me believe this. She really had a lot of power over me back then. She really had a lot of power over me back then. Are you still angry at her? I don't feel angry at her right now. She was also a victim of the same system. Oh, yes, she was. So how much anger is there right now? Just anger that this has become the collective belief system of us women. How much anger is there? The anger that this has become a collective belief for all women is a 10. Okay. And anger at her? I don't feel angry at her right now. Okay. And where are we holding with the shame? Um, right now, the shame feels like a two. Okay. So right now, when you look in the mirror and you look at this thing, what comes up? Um, I feel neutral towards my stomach. Okay. I don't feel like I love it, but okay. just the stomach. So let's, let's strengthen that, okay? So the top of that, it's just a stomach. It's just a stomach. My brown. Maybe it's a flabby stomach. The flabby stomach. Side of the eyes. Maybe it's not an in-shape stomach. It's not in-shape. Underneath the eyes, but it's just a stomach. Just a stomach. It's just a stomach. It's, it's helped me in many ways. Could I go there? She didn't help me, of course. Help me in many ways. Tell me about that. Help me um, be healthy. It helped me carry healthy children. It helps me um, function properly. It um, it it um, it helps me move. Without my stomach, I couldn't move. Um, what are you feeling now towards your stomach? Before there was shame, what are you feeling now? Um, appreciation. I want you to take your hand, put them over your stomach, and close your eyes. Of all the things you just mentioned, which one do you have the most appreciation of? Um, my children having, you know, carrying, carrying. three healthy children, six healthy children. Just stay with that. I hope everyone listening to this podcast is blessed with children. And if not, yeah, yeah the should bless everyone with children. I mean, Harry and the Shemu inside of everyone should put their hands over their stomach in appreciation for what our body is capable of doing to become like a partner with 
Akash Barku in creation. And just feel that appreciation, feel that warmth spilling over through every fiber, every cell in your stomach. That less than perfect stomach, but it's just a stomach. And it's a stomach that held six beautiful children and birthed them into this world. What happens in your body when you focus on the appreciation? I feel like I'm not a physical body. Like I could just access the deeper self of, of me. And I could I could appreciate that my my physical body as something that like holds the real me. Beautiful, that is so beautiful. And any parts of your body that don't need to be there anymore, if there's any extra, any extra fat that we're carrying or any muscles that haven't gone back in place yet. We can just send that message to our body. We wanna be healthy, not thin, but healthy. To serve our Kaddish Baruch Hu and the strength that we need. And if our stomach carries six children, right now we're not carrying a baby. We could, through appreciation and love and respect, let go of whatever we still, you know, whatever we don't need to be holding on to anymore. Not from a place of shame, but the opposite, from a place of tremendous appreciation. I'm feeling like every woman has to hear this and and practice it because it's so powerful. Let's let's come back to where we started and we're gonna end up on this note. Right back to where we started, imagining yourself standing in front of the mirror, wearing some clothing, looking at your stomach. What comes up now? I almost feel like I want to like grab her from the mirror and be like, come, let's go, like focus on other things, like more important things. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Like there's too much focus on the way that the stomach looks as opposed to what it is in my life. Wow, that's profound. Adina wow. is very profound. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where she gets that from. <laughs> wow, beautiful, beautiful. Um, okay, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna end here. Okay. And um thank you so much. And I just wanted people to see this as a really as what it is, a really powerful tool. Yeah, and I do hope people make use of it and do the same kind of shifts in their own life. I hope that anyone listening taps along. Yeah. Because even just now, even me just tapping with myself, I feel like I've 
released another layer that needed to be shed. You know, yes. so like this is amazing for me. So thank you. And from Gila's outside of Adina and from Gila's perspective, I do this with my clients sometimes also. And sometimes I feel like I'm going to start to cry because it's so, yeah. it's really powerful. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. My we'll be pleasure. Thank you. We'll be in touch. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Thank you all so much for being here on my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and what intuitive eating is, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or follow me on Instagram at Gila Glassberg. Thank you so much. Have a great day.